What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Barnyard with Steve Robertson. As always, I am your good friend and host, Steve Robertson, here on the fabulous Maroon Friday edition of the Yard. Hope it's a payday for you. In some respects, we all get paid today. Yeah, because it's opening day of college baseball season. Matter of fact, we probably won't go the full 90 minutes today. I got to hustle and get out of here and, uh, and get to Duty Noble Field. And uh, hopefully we'll have the show up and plenty of time for you to listen on your way as well. But uh, going to be a great weekend. Full weekend of sports if you're a Mississippi State fan. And it feels like this week has taken forever with no uh, midweek basketball games for the men or the women. Uh, But, yeah, you're going to get plenty of action here this weekend. My hope is everybody in town today and tonight, and uh, some of you are already here because uh, the the traffic and the uh, surface streets certainly show that. So welcome home. But uh, you'll make the men's basketball game, too. Yeah, on, on tomorrow. So you get a chance to kind of do a double header of sorts. It is a sellout, but there are some tickets to be had on a secondary market. We'd love to have a capacity crowd. We're going to break down uh, the basketball thing. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball, too. Uh, cool top ten list today as I give you my favorite walkout songs. People ask us that all the time. Like, what would your walk-up be? You know, it's a walkout if you're a pitcher, and it's a walk-up if you're a hitter. People ask that a lot. It just kind of depends on what I'm into at that time. You know what I mean? I know Ani, of course, who's my co-host now on the uh, Dude Effect, and uh, that show now um, streaming on Facebook and on Twitter, and our next episode should be available on TikTok and will be available on YouTube. That's the old jeanspage.com YouTube channel out there. But uh, yeah, we're having a good time with that, and uh, several thousand views already. It's like you guys were hungry for a little baseball content, but when Ani was a kid, I say a kid, when Ani was in high school, uh, I think his first one was um, Survival of the Sickest by Saliva, which was also the intro to this show at one time. And then later on, he went to um, No Hands. Yeah, he went to No Hands and um, by Rock, Walk a Flock of Flame. And uh, it was interesting. You know how teenagers are. You know, we had the walk-up, and then you had the home run trot. So, like, if you hit a home run, you got the longer version of your walk-up song. And so every time Ani would get approaching third base, he would measure his step. So down down the third base trot, that little part in uh, No Hands would be, I love the way your, your booty goes. It, that's what he would do. What are you going to do with kids, man? And now he's a grown man with kids of his own, and, uh, yeah, he's my co-host. And it was his idea to do this show, and so – if you're looking for some baseball content, at least once a week we're going to do it. We did it twice this week, just to kind of get our legs on us a little bit. And he, you know, he's he's not used to speaking on the mic as much as I am, you know. So it takes a little while to kind of get the delivery going. We got a few things we'll clean up, but uh, baseball content's been good. And thanks so much for your support uh, of our content so far. We look forward to doing that again at least once a week. I also want to thank everybody. I, I can't even begin to say 
what it means to me that so many of you guys have already reached out and been a part of our True Rest Float experience. And uh, the Saturday schedule is nearly full. If you're looking to do something post-game, you're going to be able to get that done. But uh, pretty much the schedule from starting at 10 a.m. all the way up until the ball game is full for Saturday. You got some chances to get in there tonight uh, and a little bit on Sunday. But uh, we're open 10 to 10 Tuesday through Sunday and then 4 to 10 on Monday. That's the uh, that's the half day for us. That's the deep clean day. But, uh, man, it's been great. But uh, download the True Rest app. You don't have to talk to anybody. You know, you can just go ahead and download the app and set your appointment from the convenience of your own phone. Or you can dial 662-268-7601. Again, at 662-268-7601 and speak directly to my lovely bride and uh, she'll get you scheduled. Yeah, and you and you you don't have to prepay. You pay once you're done. And uh, we've had some Mississippi State student athletes. We've had some coaches, had some former players already. It's been amazing. And uh, it's an incredible experience. If you'd like to learn more, uh, go to truerest.com. But, uh, yeah, thanks so much. It's, uh, it's made my wife exceptionally happy because we took a big risk, man. I mean, everything in life is a gamble, right? Everything. I've never been one that's been scared to push all my chips in the middle, though. Scared money don't make money. You've heard that before. It's true. I mean, you can sit back. I mean, that's a biblical proverb, right? I mean, you know, the, the, the whole parable of the talents, right? You know what I'm talking about. And so you can take it and hide it away and just kind of squirrel it and say, okay, this is what I have and I don't want to lose it. But um, we're out there. But, yeah, we took a big risk getting her out of nursing, man. And I tell you, it's been, um, it's been amazing. And uh, the way that you guys have treated her is just so incredibly special to me. I had so many people that have messaged me and say, you know what, Steve, I, I met your wife and she was an incredible hostess and she's so friendly and nice. There's a reason I married her, right? It's true. It's not just because she's beautiful, but uh, she's also an amazing person and it's her baby. It really is. And uh, of course, I had to help bankroll all this and I'll be there from time to time. Matter of fact, after ball game night, I got to go work the spa. Yeah, I'm up there every day uh, for some time. A lot of times when I've got people coming in, you know, Former student athletes and people like that. I like to go up there and visit with them a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been absolutely incredible. And uh, you can learn, again, more about it at truerest.com. Hey, let's thank our friends at Bulldog Burger Company. Longtime sponsors of this show. Man, I love them. They love me. I have been with them, man, for so many years. It's such a great partnership, too. I mean, it really is. Because I believe in working with people that have a, a standard of excellence, and every time that I walk into Bulldog Burger Company, it's a clean facility. The staff is friendly. It's typically very busy, too. That's what successful businesses breed is crowds, right? But you can't do better than the quality of service, the quality of the meal at the affordable price. It's absolutely amazing. There are a lot of people out there that, you know, if still live in a post-COVID world, they're still charging you that convenience fee and things like that. It's like, well, we didn't want to rise, raise our prices, but we're going to take your money anyway. No, there's integrity in pricing at Bulldog Burger Company. Go in there, have a great restaurant-quality hamburger. Have the spring rolls as your appetizer. They'll make you and everybody around you better looking. And get that chocolate shake to go. Man, it's incredible. I usually get the Nutella shake, but sometimes they have like a little special shake. It's a limited-time deal. I like to take advantage of that, right? I mean, I, I do. I like to get out and... You know, I'm an addict, you know, so I, I got to break things up every once in a while. But I love that shake to go. Sometimes I even splurge and get the bread pudding because around 10, 1030, I like to have a little palate cleanser. Maybe you're already asleep, but then I'm not. You know, I'm usually up watching Netflix. And lately, I've been working the spa so I could use a little energy. But uh, as, it all un as it all unfolds, Bulldog Burger Company is a great place for you to have a night out with friends or a nice meal with your family. Whether it be lunch, dinner, they can accommodate you. Three great locations to serve you. University Drive in Stark Vegas, Gloucester Street there in Tupelo, Lake Harbor Drive in the Ridge and Flowood area. Go check them out next time that you're headed that way, man, and have a great night. Put your feet under their table. Let them take care of everything else. All right, I can barely contain my excitement. I'm a baseball guy. I love football, I love basketball, but I love baseball the most. And I have been in love with Bulldog baseball as long as I have known what college athletics were. I've told you guys this story before I give you the Reader's Digest version. The very first time that I saw Mississippi State play in person was against the Jackson Mets. We used to do that. We had this exhibition in Jackson, play at Smith Wills, kind of took the show on the road. And uh, my dad, of course, lived in Canton, Mississippi. And um, we had a chance to go watch Bulldogs play. 
it was such a big thrill to me. And it's not like it is today. Like nowadays, the kids gather and they, they get their selfies made with them or mom takes a picture and you put it on Instagram or Facebook. It's a, it's a special moment. We can't prove anything that happened to us, man. All of us kids, all of us Gen Xers, man, unless mom and dad had a Polaroid camera back then, which was very expensive. And in the 70s, we didn't even have that. There's no evidence to prove that. But for a while, I had a piece of evidence to prove that I saw the Bulldogs. After the Jackson Mets game was over, and the Bulldogs won that game, all of us young people lined up and put our hands out, right? So when the Bulldogs left the field, they would give us a high five, right? It was exciting. I mean, just to be that close to our heroes, right? And somehow, someway, Mike Kelly, former All-American center fielder, Mississippi State, Mike Kelly, God bless Mike Kelly. He was an Alpha Dogs, too. What a great, great guy. So great to have some interaction with Mike. And I reminded him of this story. But Mike's walking off the field, and all those kids are out there, and there are hundreds of kids. And for some reason, Mike Kelly gave me his hat. It was so special to me. I couldn't believe it. It made me feel so special. And then when I interviewed him for Alpha Dogs, I'm telling Mike this story, and he goes, you know, Steve, I'm so glad it was such a profound moment in your life. It meant so much to you, but chances are I probably gave you somebody else's hat. Funny, right? Because how are you going to take it back from a kid? Right? But it was, uh, it was a great experience. And, you know, I remember when we got to see Mississippi State play. I mean, we, we were as broke as the Ten Commandments, man. We were. We were. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. I, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Maybe you were. Uh, but when we got a chance, the rare occasion to go see Mississippi State play in person, man, it was so incredibly special. And look what that's become in my life, right? I get to cover this team year-round. I get to cover all these programs. It's amazing. But it ignites a fire in young people. And one of the things that I love about really my generation, and I guess in some respects the next generation, the younger generation, is we've kind of come to expect more. That's true. Uh, we've come to expect to give more, you know, and there's a lot of people out there. So there's some silver haired dogs out there that are paved the way for us for what we now enjoy. And I'm internally grateful to every one of them. And I'm such a Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her personal foundation, says they're seeing more issues than ever with dogs' joints, odors, and their health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can all look to improve our dog's health, their food. What she's discovered is that many dog foods are made in a way they can actually create toxins that could possibly be wrecking our dog's health. And that's true for many of the premium brands as well. Fortunately, she's found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how any of us can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. I've got five dogs. I do. I love them. I spend most of my time with them. In fact, Mojo, my mama blue healer, has helped me write six and a half books now. I want her to be as healthy and happy as possible. So if you feel like you do about your dogs the same way I do, let me encourage you to go to badlandsfood.com forward slash boneyard and watch Catherine's video right now. And again, that's badlandsfood.com forward slash boneyard. Be sure and check it out and make sure your pet is happier and healthier than ever. All right, Bulldog fans, our friends from Tecovis want to remind you that uh, it's festival season, it's concert season, it's sundress season. Yes, it is. And you know you need some nice boots to go along with every bit of that. And Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western wear. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and so much more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a very time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comforts. So no break-in period. You know how tough that can be with a brand new pair of boots. You can put these bad boys on and ride that ride with a smile. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with the same level of style. So stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary beverage or two, shop the new styles, the smell of fresh leather, and a friendly staff are always at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience quite like it. 
If you can't make it to a store, visit Tecovas, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges shipped right to your door. Go to Tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Opponent of packing the car and taking the kids to Mississippi State sporting events. I did it when my kids were all growing up. And of course, I've got uh, now I've got two Mississippi State graduates and a third one on the way. Ani, the oldest, didn't graduate from state, and that bugs him. He's probably the biggest fan of all four of them and uh, may end up getting his MBA online or something like that just so he can claim to be a Mississippi State alum. That's how important that stuff is to our family. But we've raised our kids to be Bulldogs. And not just Bulldogs from afar. We bring them. We've always brought them. And it didn't matter. It's like I remember when it was so exciting for me when um, my best friend, Ernie Turner, uh, our sons were coming out. We wanted our boys to be close. And so we got season tickets together for, for football. And we began to go say, hey, each year we want to take in at least one road game and go see a new SEC venue. And it was kind of a bucket list thing for us. We had a little Bulldog bingo card, right? But it was an experience we made with our boys. And now my son's doing the same thing with his girls. I remember when uh, 2021 season rolled around. And Ani and his wife Betsy and their young daughter Vivi, her name is Vivian Rose, we call her Vivi, they went to the uh, State Farm Classic out there in Arlington watching Bulldogs play. And the very first foul ball of the year was hit by Tanner Allen. Into the crowd. I mean, of course, there were some foul balls. But T.A. hit the first one into the crowd. And Ani caught the ball and handed it to his daughter and sent me the picture of her sitting there examining that ball. And I thought to myself, how special is this, right? And little did we know that ultimately that team would win a national championship. So we have a really cool memento from that. It's Vivi's. Yeah, it's, it's within our family, but it's her gift. Her dad got it, gave it to her. And so when I think about all of you, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandparents, sowing the seeds of future Bulldog fandom and your young people is exceptionally important. It is. And it warms my heart to think about how many young people this weekend will see a game at Duty Noble Field for the first time. And maybe if it's not the first time, maybe it's a game they remember forever. Forever. For the rest of their lives, and you know, I remember when my mom and dad took me to see Mississippi State play Air Force. We were there for the season opener. We were there for that Saturday record crowd. We were there for this. And to know that they're a part of that, it's such an incredible responsibility that we have. If we really want things to get better, you know, and things have been okay, hadn't been great. You know, we, of course, we had a little bit to celebrate, you know, in, in, in the school year of 22 23. 23-24, we haven't had quite as much to cheer about. Uh, but hopefully that, that'll change here in the spring semester. But when I think about the future of Mississippi State fandom, it's up to us. I mean, it really is to instill into our children, hey, when the Bulldogs are playing, we're going. And if we're not going, we're watching. I know when I was a kid, one of the things that meant so much to me, because we didn't have the benefit of the SEC network, right? I'm an old guy. I'm from the 1900s. And I remember so many nights sitting around, peeling peas, and listening to Mississippi State baseball on the radio with my dad. That meant so incredibly much to me. And there are sometimes, I've shared this with you guys before, 
you know, people ask me, you know, see, why do you always go? I mean, you, you know, you could just watch, you could watch the game and stream and you could sit on their couch and, and be the keyboard cowboy like so many other people are. Why do you have to go to the game? What's where my dad is? You know, I lost my dad when he was 57 years old. He never got to meet Ian, his youngest grandchild. Never got to meet him. And uh, it's one of those things that I know my dad is there in spirit. And so it means so much to me to go. And I've shared before where sometimes I'll be walking to the car and someone's like, I can feel him, you know. <clears throat> but those seeds that he planted in me about Mississippi State fandom took root. And there's no fan base I'd rather work for than all of you. Whether it be the show, whether it be the news show, whether it be the website, the books, you are the people that I care about. Because in many respects, we really haven't had a Mississippi State scribe over the years, right? We really haven't. We hadn't had anybody to really tell our story. When I, when I first moved to Mississippi, that's one of the things I said I wanted to do. I want to write books about Mississippi State. I want to document our story for future generations. I want us to be able to celebrate the past and enjoy the present and then look forward to a brighter future. Those things are important to me. It's not one of these situations where it's just a job for me. I could go do something else. I could cut my hair and go do something else. I could go get a real job. I love this one, though. And so I just implore you, in many respects, to bring your kids to games. And maybe it's just one game a year. Maybe you can't afford to do it. You know, like Steve, hey, I, you know, we try to get chair backs. It's difficult to do. It's tough to get away in the midweek, and weekends are always so packed. Uh, there are always some tickets to be had. It's true. It's sometimes difficult to get, but you can get them. And I, I just share that because of what the impact that brings – not only to your relationship with your kids, but your kids' relationship with Mississippi State. I got so many people after I wrote Dogpile, so many people that emailed me their stories from Omaha, <clears throat> their opportunities to bring their dad. And, um, you know, it's one of those things, too, that I, I, I think about, uh, you know, my friend Holly uh, out of uh, Lauderdale County out there. You know, she's a freelance photographer, uh, does some stuff on the, um, with the school. And I remember, I, I'd never met her before. I never, ne- never did know anything about her. And uh, she sent me a picture on Twitter of her and her sister holding their dad's picture in Omaha. And I was like, well, there's got to be a story here. And I ultimately wrote that story. It's called Daddy's Girls. You can Google it. You can find it. If you know Holly, I'm sure she can send it to you. But they had lost their dad the year before, and he was an incredible Mississippi State fan. And so to celebrate Father's Day, Holly and her sister drove to Omaha for be there for the opening game of the College World Series. They didn't stay the whole time. They just went for the game. And they honored their dad. And I think, you know, for two girls to do that, to travel along, and both of them are married and have families of their own, but to take a big girls trip, just the two of them, and go to Omaha just to bring their dad's picture with them, to honor his memory. How powerful is that, man? It's absolutely incredible. And I'll tell you what I'll do. For those of you that may have missed the story, I'm going to retweet it today. I'll go find it, and I'll retweet it, and you guys can read it. It's a very special story, but it's typical of many Mississippi State stories. I remember so many people were talking about, you know, Steve, <clears throat> I got to bring my dad with me to Omaha. And he got a chance to see the Diamond Dogs win the NFL championship. It's a moment that he has waited for his entire life. And so while you sow those seeds in your children, when you begin to age out, and at some point we all do, they'll sow some seeds into you. You'll have all these shared experiences and this shared memories together. And that's what life is about. It's not about... Paying the mortgage. I mean, it's like one of the things that you know Dana told me years ago. It was so funny. And uh, when she first really started running competitively, she said, "When I die, I don't want them to say about me well she kept a clean house, you know." And and we do okay. Don't get me wrong. But I began to think about you know what is your legacy, right? I mean, what what is the testimony of your life? And it's like, well, you know, they did this and they did that. You know, me and my bride, we want to do epic things. We do. And we have kind of instilled that in our children, that you know, life can be what you make it. If you want to just sit home and watch Netflix, there's nothing wrong with that. There are some days I just kind of need a minute, and that's what I do. 
I just need to unplug for a bit. You know, of course, I go float now. But more times than not, I would rather get out and go. I mean, it's like I get a little stir crazy, guys. I really do. I mean, you know, I go to every football game. You know, we get out and go to high school games and at times go to some junior college games. And then you, then you get through the holidays and you've got all the family events that kind of sustain you. And also, I've got your know, recruiting coverage and things like that. But all of a sudden, like you get through all that stuff. Like you get through December and you get through Christmas and you get through New Year's. And none of you invited me to your New Year's Day party. I just want to bring it up. Um, but I get stir crazy. I'm thinking, I mean, I got I to go. You know, I got to get out and go. And then baseball season comes around. I'm able to do that. Uh, but I, I do. I get a little cabin fever at times. And that's one of the reasons I guess I write so much. I'm so prolific. I need something to occupy the time. But when I begin to think about your stories, they're so much like my stories. You know, we have such a common upbringing. And I wanted to pass that down to my children and then in turn have them pass that down. And, and listen, I, I have, I've made my <clears throat> decree that I want all the grandkids to go to Mississippi State. Now, that's probably not going to work out the way that I hope, you know, especially with the, with the girls living in Arkansas. They may get a better financial package. But we're going to do our best, and you never know, uh, Papa Steve and Dee Dee may end up uh, footing the bill there to make sure the kids get to come to Mississippi State. Because I, I've gotten so much from Mississippi State. I have gained so much in my life from Mississippi State. And I don't just mean professionally. And, and listen, we have a great life. We do. I get to do what I want to do, what I love to do. And I, and I go back to the time I met Terry Bradshaw. I'm a huge Steelers fan. And I met Terry Bradshaw at a business conference years and years ago. And I was so starstruck. I don't, that didn't happen to me anymore. Really, rarely does that ever happen. But I was so starstruck to see Terry Bradshaw. You know, because, you know, hey, guy won four Super Bowls, man. It's crazy. And so I went up and I said, hey, Terry, I'm a huge Steelers fan. been a Steelers fan my whole life, as I've shared with you guys before, back in the 70s. There were only two teams of, of note. You either a Cowboys fan or a Steelers fan, and I was a Steelers fan. I went up to Terry Bradshaw. I expressed my fandom, my respect for him. He wasn't as big as I expected him to be. And we talked a little bit about life, and Terry Bradshaw said, Steve, love what you do or do something else. And that really stuck with me. And so when the time came for me to make a decision about a career change, I mean, I, I could have stayed in the retail furniture business and we were doing well with all that stuff. But I just thought, you know, when Dana got out and got in, into uh, to being a nurse, I thought, I, I kind of want to reinvent myself. I want to go do things that, that I'm passionate about. And I was very successful in the retail furniture business, but I had kids. I got tired of missing stuff, having to work retail hours. And so this is what all came to be. And Terry Bradshaw's conversation, in many respects, was kind of the impetus for that. And so I share that with you now. It's not my knowledge. It's passed down to me, so I'm passing it on to you. Love what you do or do something else. And then make some time in your life to go enjoy the things that you're passionate about. And I'm absolutely in love with Mississippi State baseball. And uh, last night, they won't mind me telling you this, but uh, Benji Carter and his lovely wife came and visited with us a little bit at the float spa last night. And uh, Benji was our left fielder, uh, 72 to 75. He spent a year at Northwest Mississippi Community College and then transferred over to Mississippi State. And uh, so he was here for a little while and, and uh, played on some good ball clubs. He did. And I sat there and I listened to his stories. You know, we talked about Tom DiArma and we talked about, you know, some you know great players, you know, like Mike Prophet and people like that. And... I could sit there and listen to those stories for hours because I have such a tremendous amount of respect for Mississippi State baseball. I do. That's one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about it. I've written so many books about it, so many stories about it. Uh, part of it's because I'm such a fan, but I'm also so incredibly curious. I want to know, hey, well, what happened here? Why didn't the Armad become our, our head coach? Of course, I knew the story, but of course, Benji was a player back then, so I was curious to kind of get, you know, his insight into all that stuff. And so there are many of our greats that are gone, and it saddens me because I won't have the opportunity to tell their story in their words, and nobody else will either. And many of those stories are, are behind us now. They're, they're, they're forgotten. Some of the best stories in our history are gone. And I've unearthed a few good ones, uh, you know, for this Duty Noble book that we're working on. Finished up Chapter 2 last night. Randolph goes to college. That's Chapter 2. 
But it's not just a situation with Mississippi State and fans. We don't have a ton of casual fans. We got some. But most of us that pledge allegiance to the maroon and white have a family or a personal connection to Mississippi State. It's much different. It's not just where we go to school. There is a family deal. And listen, I get the whole player aspect of it. I mean, there's some guys that kind of come and go, you know, because of the portal and things like that. And they're kind of mercenaries and hired guns, and we love them when they're here, and we hope they, uh, they give back when they're gone. But for all of us that have grown up with this, there is a community. There is a fraternity of sorts in many respects. There is a bond between us all, and we all want the same things. And so I, I share that as we get ready for a new season to begin at Duty Noble Field. And the last two years have not been good ones. Nobody can argue against that. I mean, I had somebody recently say, well, we had a winning year last year. Yeah, well, that may work other places. You know, if we're not in contention for Omaha, we consider the season a failure. We do. And that's a product of the great success of, you know, Coach Paul Gregory, Coach Ron Polk, Coach John Cohen, Coach Gary Henderson, and Coach Chris Lamonis. And I understand things have not been great. I, I get it. And I'm closer to it than most. But I can tell you, there's a different feel about this team. I'm not going to sit here and tell you we're going to Omaha, because at this point, I don't believe it. I hadn't seen enough to suggest that's the case. But we are a very much improved team. There is a different attitude with this team. As I've shared with you guys recently, this is a very close group. That's not to be critical of the last two years. I'm not in any way suggesting that. But there is a communal bond between these players to get to the postseason this year to get to Hoover, to get to a regional. And as I've shared before, I don't think anybody wants us to show up as a two in their regional. Because it's not just the quality of the ball club we're going to bring, it's the number of fans that we're going to bring. Because you guys, because of those seeds sown in your lives as young people, by your parents, understand when the Bulldogs are playing a baseball regional somewhere, we go take over a stadium. That's what we do. It's who we are. And I hope we have the opportunity to do that this year. And this time of year, everybody feels like, you know what? Hey, if this guy does this, there's always this, you know, all hopes spring eternal at this point. And I hope that we get a sweep this weekend. I think it will be great for Chris Simonis, great for our fan base. You know, we hadn't had a sweep in a couple years on opening weekend. We, we took Wright State down, I guess, in uh, 2022. This is an Air Force team. It's got some pieces, as we talked about on Wednesday show. But this isn't about Air Force, and truly, it's not even about Chris Lamonis. It's not even necessarily about a particular player. It's about the M over S. It's about Mississippi State. We have always been good in baseball, always. There is a reason that we are considered a blue blood in college baseball, and it's so interesting. And there are some people out there in the internet community, we're not a blue blood. Yes, we are. Okay, yes, we are. We are one of the top 12 to 15 college baseball programs in the country, in the history of college baseball. The numbers suggest that the NAFL championship was the only thing we were missing. Our fans' interest in the sport, our commitment financially to build this cathedral of a stadium. Yeah, we are very much a blue blood in college baseball. Are we LSU? No. That's who we aspire to be, certainly. But the reality of it is baseball season is here, and we need you at Duty Noble Field as often as you can get there. And listen, I get it. Not, every, not, not everybody can come every game. Not everybody can come every weekend. But any chance that you get, we encourage you to come and be a part of this. Make memories with your children, but also be a part of the Mississippi State legacy. Be a part of that. Now, tomorrow you're going to get a chance, go to a men's basketball game, and then come over to Duty Noble Field. I'm going to encourage you to do both if you can. We're going to talk about men's basketball here uh, in, in after our top ten list. And so I don't think you ever have to pick and choose. And I like the way they did the schedule so fans aren't having to decide, you know. And uh, our basketball team needs your attendance. Our baseball team needs your attendance. So we've made that easy. So you can show up Friday evening, go to the ball game, and then uh, have a great weekend in Starkville and have your weekend kind of, kind of packed with activities. That's an important aspect of it. As great as Starkville is – and as, uh, as wonderful it is for you guys to be here, at the end of the day, 
It's about Mississippi State. It's about our common interests. And it's the only place that we ever really get a chance to set our differences aside, right? And unite under a flag, a maroon and white flag. We may have some royal arguments about political issues or about religious topics and things of that nature. But you know what? When we all put on a maroon jersey or a white jersey or a T-shirt or a cap, None of that stuff matters. Our differences no longer matter. It's always about, hey, that's what makes Mississippi State so special. And college athletics really as a whole is that people that may never be friends otherwise can be friends here. You know, it's a great uniter. I think it's important to always understand. When we come out here, we're cheering for the same kids. We're cheering for the same outcome. And the chances of all of us getting together and having a drink in a bar and getting along, probably pretty slim. Yeah. But none of that truly matters when the Bulldogs are playing because that's what matters most. And I think that's what makes Mississippi State so incredibly special is that we understand it takes all of us to come in here and move this thing forward. I think it's incredibly important to understand. We may get out and argue on social media and on message boards and things of that nature about, you know, who should be the coach or who should start. That's, all, that, that's fueled by passion. It's fueled by good intentions. It's fueled by a desire for success for Mississippi State. But when Elijah McNamee hit that home run in his final plate appearance at Duty Noble Field to polish off Stanford, in that moment, as that ball flew into the left field lounge, the famed left field lounge, the only thing that mattered is Mississippi State was going to Omaha. That's the only thing that mattered. And I hope we get a chance to celebrate a lot of moments like that in the next few months together at Duty Noble Field. All right, time for today's top 10 list is always brought to you by CloseWithBlair.com. That's C-L-O-S-E with Blair. B-L-A-I-R. Blair Chandler is a mortgage professional. 23 years of experience in the industry. There's a reason he's hung around that long. Nobody stays in that industry by accident. He's a closer. Thus, close with Blair. We've had several Boneyard listeners that have closed loans with Blair, and a couple of those have been uh, rather challenging, shall we say. I remember one time there was a guy trying to buy a second place here, and they had an issue with another lender, and Blair got it done in about a week's time. Yeah, that's what happens when you deal with a professional somebody that knows how to get things done Blair will be your advocate with underwriting give him a call or text today at 601-500-2344 601-500-2344 Blair is my friend your friend he is our collective friend in the mortgage industry so whether you're looking to buy a home refinance a home I don't know your needs but whatever they are Blair can handle them for you Again, that's closewithblair.com. And Blair told me this morning he was on the Peloton. Uh, it's like a long workout, and so he like put on one song from Fish or whatever, and it like lasted the whole time. Yeah, he's a big jam band guy, which is weird, but uh, I love him just the same. All right, so speaking of songs, we're going walkouts today. Uh, the university released the list. You know, we used to do that, and now all of a sudden they like the idea so much they're doing it. But uh, the best walkouts, in my estimation, okay? Now, you may disagree, and that's okay. You may like a different genre. I like guitars. I do. Wish I was better at playing them. I like guitars. I like that music that has a little bit of an attitude. I like music that kind of gets a crowd going. So here are my top 10 Mississippi State walkout songs. So number 10, it's Aaron Downs' walkout. It's a hearty track, a young man that is uh, an absolute superstar now in country music, and he's kind of crossed over a little bit, too, with that album, The Mockingbird and the Crow, which I absolutely love. And so Aaron went with Throwback from Hardy. So we're going to go that number 10. Hardy's Throwback is number 10. We're going to get to this list quickly because I told you we can't go to full time today. i got to get out of here. Number nine. Probably my favorite song from Jason Aldean and Michael O'Brien, who is an elite defender in center field. He's been, he was kind of surprised with the fall. The kid just kind of showed up and you're like, oh, holy smokes. Yeah, we got some real competition out there in center field. And it's the lights come on from Jason Aldean, number nine on your, on your list today. Number eight, 
a few years ago, this would have been a little bit higher on my list. But uh, Hunter Hines has changed up this year. He's going with Rockstar from Nickelback. And it looks like we're going to be wearing the nickel black jerseys again sometimes on Sunday. Kind of happy to see that, to be honest with you. Number seven, arguably my favorite true country performer of this generation, at least the last 10 years or so. It's Chris Stapleton's White Horse. That's uh, K.K. Clark. That's the younger brother of Kellum Clark. His official name is Ken Cade Clark. His dad, David Clark, a fan of the show, and I'm a fan of the family. Great people, man. Absolutely love those guys. You know, Kellum did a uh, NIL deal for me to help promote Dogpile. He's a great, great, great guy. And uh, looking forward to seeing Kincaid's career uh, during his time here at Mississippi State. Number six, it's Hardy again. This time it's sold out from the Mockingbird and the Crow album. And Gavin Black, a junior college reliever that has shown up, and uh, he throws the ball with some velo. Looking forward to you guys seeing him. Number five, it's Cole Cheatham bringing up ACDC here. Yeah, it's Are You Ready? Are you ready for a good time? Oh, yeah, then get ready for the nighttime. Love that track. Happy that it's going to be uh, kind of paraded out at times. And uh, Cole has looked really good in the spring. Could be a really good left-hand matchup guy for us. Number four, happy to see this one, Nate Williams, the guy that was the number one junior college receiver, uh, reliever in the country. Signed with State. Had the torn UCL, missed all of last year. We're expecting big things from him. Hopefully he can uh, you know, kind of assume that role. We need some guys to step up. We've got some pieces we can work with there. But he went with Avenged Sevenfolds, Hail to the King, which may be my favorite Avenged Sevenfold song, to be honest with you. That or Bad Country, Shepherd of Fire is a big one too. That used to be a really popular one among relievers too, Shepherd of Fire from Avenged Sevenfold. But uh, Hail to the King, yeah. Watch your tongue. I'll have it cut from your head. Number three, we talked about this on Wednesday. It was our number one Valentine's Day song, and here we are again celebrating the music of Guns N' Roses. It's true. Bradley Lofton, a young man that we expect some big things from, has picked Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine as his walkout song. Number two, my favorite ACDC track, and Brooks Auger has gone with Shoot to Thrill. Too Many Women... Too many pills. Yeah, it's a true story. But number one, and it was number one last year, and I suspect it'll be number one every year that this young man is on campus at Mississippi State. It's Pico Cohn. We're expecting Pico to do big things for us this year. He is ahead of schedule. He'll be good to go here in a week or two, and you'll be able to hear Kickstart My Heart from Motley Crue. Yeah, how about that? And what this list tells me, and there are some other exceptions out there, it tells me we've got some really good baseball parents. This list is a sign of great parenting. That's what that is. It's true. It's true. And you know it's true. So, yeah, Motley will ring out. And uh, I, they should, you know, it's so personal. You know, but I, I wish that, um, you know, we had a little more rock out there. But we were able to put this list together. And anytime we can throw a bone in Hardy's direction, we want to do that to one of our own. We love Hardy. I want to thank Luke Hancock for kind of introducing him to a lot of the Bulldog fans around here with his walkout. There ain't no place like a hometown. It'll be sad kind of not hearing that song anymore. Maybe we'll add it to the, uh, the playlist. I don't know. But that's your top 10 Mississippi State walkouts in my estimation. You may disagree, and that's okay. There's a lot of rap, a lot of country. You know, Nate went back with uh, Crack a Bottle from Eminem. He's dyed his hair uh, blonde again. Eager to see Nate pitch today. I'm, I'm very, very excited about that. I mean, guys, we're just about three hours away uh, from watching Nate tow the rubber as the Friday night starter for Mississippi State. Really, really excited to see how all that plays out for sure. But uh, it sounds like we're going to enjoy some good tunes at Mississippi State this season as well. So um, let me know your favorites. And Mississippi State Baseball asked what would be your walkout song. I picked a Saturday Night Special from Leonard Skinner. I think Leon Wilkerson's bass line on that is just absolutely legendary. Love the track, too, you know, because handguns ain't good for nothing but killing people, according to Ronnie Van Zandt. Probably some truth to that. Not saying you shouldn't have them. I'm just telling you. All right, next segment of the show brought to you, as uh, always, by Campus Bookmart, a start building an institution. I love Campus Bookmart. You should, too, if you don't already. Get to know them. 
The best Mississippi State merchandise selection in the known universe is right there at Campus Bookmark. A lot of people make that claim. They support it. They back it up. A lot of it's just rhetoric by other people. But Miss Kathy Brown does such an amazing job there. And now they are stocked wall-to-wall with Mississippi State baseball apparel. So swing in there this weekend, pick up some new gear. You're going to need it. You may even need it tomorrow night. It's going to be a little chilly. Maybe swing in there and get you an M over S hoodie. It's true. Maybe a jacket. Wouldn't that be nice? Be great. If you can't make it to town to peruse their fine selections, visit them on the World Wide Web at campusbookmark.net. And by being a Boneyard listener, we'll give you a phrase that pays. It's BSR. That's right. Saving your money. It's about listening to the show. You're not paying me anything. I'm paying you. You shop at Campus Bookmark. Use promo code BSR, which stands for Beautiful Steve Robertson. That gets you free shipping on all orders over 75 bucks. Any order less than 75 bones, absolutely incomplete. All right, tomorrow afternoon, Mississippi State is going to host the University of Arkansas. Things have not gone well in Fayetteville. Uh, 12 and 12 overall, 3 and 8 in the conference. They've uh, lost their most recent game. They're 9 and 5 at home, 1 and 4 in true road venues, and 2 and 3 on a neutral floor. So a collective record there. Uh, on the games outside of Bud Walton Arena of 3-7. and seven. Should be a game we should get. <clears throat> Let's look back and kind of see how they got here. Arkansas played, you know, three charity exhibitions or three exhibitions and then, you know, and then got into the season. Uh, they, they took down Alcorn State and Gardner-Webb, <clears throat> Old Dominion, even though that was a bit of a tussle. And then they lose in Bud Walton to UNC Greensboro. And that's when the natives kind of got restless. Like, wait a minute. That's not supposed to happen to us. Well, then they bounced back and they beat Stanford down in the Bahamas in the bad boy Moore's battle for Atlantis. That's a mouthful. Well, then they lose to Memphis, and then everybody's like, yeah, Memphis is good. Memphis is just kind of okay. And then they lose North Carolina 87-72. So they go out there and play three teams that are expected to be decent, and they go one and two. Well, then they had the big moment when number seven Duke rolls into Bud Walton, and Arkansas wins it, and it's all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're capable of some big things here. Got some great things ahead of us. And how cool would it be to have Duke come into your arena and play? Maybe we should look into that. Uh, then they bounce back and beat Furman, 97-83. Again, that game's a lot more competitive than you'd expect it to be. The Paladins going into Bud Walton, putting up 83. Huh. Then they go play in the Crimson and Cardinal Classic there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the BOK Center, and lose to Oklahoma. And they beat uh, Lipscomb out in Little Rock. And then they get Abilene Christian and then UNC Wilmington. Things are going along good. We get in a conference play. And Auburn absolutely just whips them with a backhandled rake, man. It was rough. 83-51. to 51. We expected Auburn to be good. We didn't think they'd be able to go into Bud Walton Arena and beat the Razorbacks by 32. But that's what happened. Then they go on the road and lose to Georgia, 76-66. Mike White doing a good job out there, but not a great job. But it's tough to win on the road in this conference. As evidenced by the next ball game, too, they went to Florida. They lose down there 90 to 68. Mississippi State went down there one, two. Or excuse me, Mississippi State beat them here. Yeah, we only won the one road game. Thinking about the ladies. We'll get to them in a second. Arkansas gets AM in a nail biter of a ball game that went down to the final second, 78-77, as they really needed a conference win. That was their first, made them one and three in the conference. And then South Carolina shows up and, and whacks them pretty good, too, 77-64. They traveled to Ole Miss. Rebels have been excellent at home. And Ole Miss wins 77-51. They get Kentucky at Bud Walton. And it was not a pretty game. But it was a game that went away to Wildcats. It was a competitive game. But it was not an offensive masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination. Arkansas held it as 57 points. They lose 63-57. They go to Missouri, um, who has been abysmal this year. And they win by seven. Again, that was a tussle, too. And, again, you're giving up 84 points you know, to a Missouri team that uh, has some interesting pieces, but not much in a way of depth. They go to LSU. LSU gets them pretty good, 95-74. Georgia, the repeat, comes to Bud Walton. Arkansas nips from 78-75, and then they get shellacked by Tennessee. Tennessee's still ranked in the top 10. The Valentine's Day Massacre, 92-63. And so, of course, they'll head to Mississippi State, 
And then next week, it's another road game as they head to A&M. And so it's going to be tough, man, for Arkansas. I mean, it really, really is. You know, we got to play well, absolutely. And uh, we need you to be a part of that. But Arkansas has some pieces. They've had some controversy this year, too. And, and there's just so much out there. You don't know what to believe. But the one thing you do know is that Arkansas is a team that's recruited well over the years. They have talent. And if we don't show up and play well, they're capable of beating us. Go ahead and just rest assured in that. All right, Mark Tremont is um, the leading scorer for this team, averaging 17.3 points a game. And then um, I guess Tremont Mark, pardon me. And then Khalif Battle, 10.1. Coming off the bench mainly. He's played in 23 games, started just four. But those are the only two double-digit scores, And that's been the thing. The Musselman system, they've always had the opportunity to be prolific on the offensive end. They haven't been this year. What's amazing to me, I mean, we always look at double-digit scores. Guys, they only have four, four players averaging over eight points a game. I mean, just think about this. If Khalif Battle has one rough night, they have one double-digit score. I mean, that's how close it is. He's 10.1 a game. You out there and have one night, you average that in. Next thing you know, you're 9.9. This is not a good offensive team. They just haven't found any semblance of rhythm. Now, they have been much better in the first half as far as defense goes. I don't know what's happened at the halftime, but things have changed significantly for their opponents. Opponents collectively have scored 836 points in the first half. That's six more points in Arkansas. In the second half, and I don't know if it's just a matter of them winding down or just not, you know, maybe Musselman's getting out coached. I don't know. They're giving up almost 200 points more in the second half. They've allowed 1031, and then Arkansas themselves scored 963. So they're getting outscored in both halves. If they get you to overtime, it's a different story. First overtime, they're getting seven, and in double overtime games, they're outscoring opponents 11 to eight. I mean, so you get my point here. The numbers certainly add up to suggest this is a very average and pedestrian Arkansas team. They've allowed 1,882 points. They've scored 1,811. That's not winning basketball by any stretch of the imagination. Look at rebounding. <clears throat> Trevon Brazil pulling down 124 so far. The team's only got 844, 124 for him. And he's a guy that's missed some time due to some injuries, but uh, pulling down six and a half a game. It's not a great rebounding team. They're pulling down 35.2 boards a game. Their opponents getting 36.3. Very interesting. Three-point shooting. You know, the Musselman teams have historically been pretty good. As a team, they're just shooting 32%. They're allowing 35%. The top marksman, of course, is Tremont Mark, uh, right at 37%. Khalif Battle's been good, too, off the bench. He actually has more three-point attempts than Mark does, and he's hitting 381. So uh, those are guys you got to watch. Battle, of course, wears the double zero jersey. Uh, be sure and, uh, and watch for that. I guess maybe it's just zero. But you understand my point here. We can sit here and break these numbers down, but the bottom line is this. is This is a game that Mississippi State should win. But if Mississippi State just kind of goes out there with that in mind – it could be a more competitive game than it should be. But the way that we have played and the talent that we have, we should be able to handle this game at home. Again, in conference, Arkansas is 3-8. and eight. In conference games, they're 2-4 and four at home and then just 1-4 and four away from Bud Walton. That's at win in Florida. And so when you begin to kind of break things down, they're not a good, they're not a good team anyway. And they're a really bad road team. And it's been so competitive this year in the SEC, a lot of parity for sure. So be sure and come out. Again, if you have tickets, use them. If you're not going to use them, let's get them in the hands of Bulldog fans. And uh, let's pack out Humphrey Coliseum, get a big SEC dub, and then get ready to roll on the uh, women's side on uh, Sunday. Let's take a quick look at kind of the week that was in SEC basketball. If you haven't kept up, we'll be, we'll be quick about this. Again, we're not going to go the full 90 today. You just got too much going on. You can't get it done. And uh, maybe we'll be a little, a little more efficient here with this. Uh, but when we begin to look at the, uh, the men's side of things, it has been an interesting week. And it's like, if you're like me, I kind of tune out a little bit. 
until a game that hits a schedule that I really get excited about. And you're just kind of rolling through there and you put it on. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot this was on. Yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend. But um, let's look back, you know, uh, Wednesday show, we talked a little bit about this. Auburn absolutely destroyed South Carolina, 101-61, to a statement game for the Tigers. And, of course, Tennessee beats Arkansas. Looking ahead at the weekend uh, on the men's side, going to be interesting. It always is, right? I mean, it's like this time of year, you want to be playing meaningful basketball, and many of the teams in our league are. All right, so Texas A&M is at Alabama. That's going to be an 11 a.m. tip at Mississippi State time. Florida is at Georgia. And then Arkansas, of course, at Mississippi State. So you got a little chance to watch a little basketball before we're broadcasting on ESPNU. LSU's at South Carolina. Kentucky's at Auburn. That could be a great one there. Vanderbilt's at Tennessee. And then Missouri's at Ole Miss. Uh, so, I mean, it looks like you'd expect the home teams to kind of hold service weekend. Won't be surprised. You know, that Kentucky-Auburn game could go either way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, going to be an interesting weekend, and we need some things to go our way. We need to win. That's the most important thing. We need to win. But we need some people around us, some of our contemporaries, to lose. And, and Ole Miss is tied right there with us. I don't see them losing to Missouri. And just ahead of us is A&M and Kentucky, just a couple games up too. And so we could really make some hay this weekend if the schedules go the way we need them to go and we win our basketball game. Now, that's an important aspect of every bit of this. We just have to keep winning now, the traffic clear around us. Absolutely impeccable uh, opportunity for Mississippi State. All right, final segment of the show. Let's thank our friends at uh, the Stark Vegas Clubhouse. If you're bringing a large group to Starkville, Google Stark Vegas Clubhouse. Rather than go out there and waste a bunch of money getting five or six hotel rooms, just book a house. It's as simple as that. And it's, it's not just saving money with your accommodations. It's saving money with your dining experience because you can go out and buy some groceries. And rather than having to go pay for an overpriced uh, adult beverage at some hotel lobby, you can just go buy your 12-pack or whatever and throw it in that nice fridge. Full-service kitchen there. They also have a wet bar. That great back porch area. I absolutely love that. Being able to just kind of sit out there and relax, kind of enjoy the, the sounds of the South. It's great. Not a lot of neighbors out there. I mean, there's some. You can't get out there and just throw a rave or something. Uh, but there's a great fire pit area. Again, five bedrooms, two baths. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I've been out there, toured the facility, had some friends that used it. They had a great time. Uh, because you can have some communal areas where you work, and then you can retreat to your quarters at night and have uh, a nice night of rest. But maybe it's a staycation for you. Maybe it's a guy's weekend, a girl's weekend. You're thinking, you know what, we just want to get away and be together. And rather than everybody have a hotel room and you got to track everybody down, you can have this nice big house just five minutes away from the Mississippi State campus. That's a Stark Vegas Clubhouse. Now, when you Google Stark Vegas Clubhouse, you're going to have the opportunity to book the VRBO, Airbnb, and you can do that. You certainly can. But if you want to save some money, book through Evolve and use promo code BSR10. Yeah, just beautiful Steve Robertson, 10, BSR10. That gets you 10% off your stay. So, again, we're saving you money just by listening to our show. Thanks, as always, to our friend Star Vegas Clubhouse. Let's look ahead to the women's side here. Uh, it's it's a big one, right? It's a big ball game. And uh, Ole Miss playing pretty well right now. So, this is going to be an, a very, very entertaining game as the uh, the Lady Rebels and Lady Bulldogs get together. The the Rebels 17-7 and 7-4 seven, and seven and in the conference right now. They've been good at home, not great, 8-4 and four at home. And, of course, one of those, I believe, was South Carolina. Uh, but, that, you know, you can't judge anybody based on that. Ole Miss actually been pretty good away from their pavilion. 6-3 and three away in true road games and 3-0 and oh on a neutral floor. So 9-3, and three, actually a better record away. Which, when you begin to think about tournament play, that likely encourages you if you're an Ole Miss women's basketball fan. You're like, hey, we're not just a team – that is good at home. We're a team that can play anywhere. Now, they came uh, to Starkville and lost by a dozen. Huge for us, insured after last year. The first time in forever, they, they swept us last year. So we get one. Now it's time for us trying to return the favor. But let's kind of look at what's happened with Ole Miss women's basketball since then. Let, let's forget Twitter and look at what really happened on, on the court. Ole Miss goes to Georgia and wins a game down there. 
Not a great Georgia team, but again, anytime that you got to put on a dark color jersey and go on the road in this league, you got to earn it. Then Florida, that same Florida team that uh, really made Mississippi State look bad the other night, Ole Miss beat them 81 to 70. And then Ole Miss beat Tennessee right in the middle of all the craziness when all this stuff was going on, on social media. Coach O said, you know, no matter the outcome, you want players, you want pictures, whatever, we, we can do all that. And then they beat Tennessee, who is a good team. Not as good as South Carolina by any stretch, but they're a very good team nationally, much less in the Southeastern Conference. Then they go to Nashville and they beat Vanderbilt. And then they get crushed by South Carolina. And again, that's, that's not an indictment on anybody. That's just kind of how things go. And then Texas A&M comes in and just absolutely smashes them. And you begin to ask yourself, is this – I think I said earlier that South Carolina game may have been in Oxford. It was not. It was in Columbia. But did the Gamecocks beat them twice? I mean, like the, the, the Don Staley and the Lady Gamecocks, the number one team in the country, just take some of the, the steam out of their sails at Ole Miss because A&M absolutely shellacked them 72-53. And we talked about Florida. Ole Miss with a big sweep of Florida. Uh, they come back last night in overtime and win 77-67. So now they'll head here feeling pretty good about themselves because that Florida team really dismantled us last Sunday. And if you're all Miss, you're thinking, you know, and, and basketball is about matchups, right? It's not just about teams. It's about matchups. And maybe Ole Miss simply matches up better with Florida. The numbers certainly suggest that. they got two wins against them. And now we got to go into their place. And so, again, if you're on the fence about going, if you're not going to be a Bulldog baseball on Sunday, we encourage you to be at the Pavilion. I know many of you don't like going to Oxford, but um, we need you to be there. Big, big win if we can get it. Very important game for all of us. And after this, there's only four games left on the ladies' side of things. Again, you work through the standings, and you begin to work through kind of what's left for Mississippi State. This is likely the most difficult game left in our regular season schedule. In all due respect, you know, to Ole Miss, certainly. They have had uh, Coach Yost done a really good job last year and this year. But uh, you look at the standings right now, Mississippi State and Ole Miss now tied for fourth place. If the tournament started today, State would be the four and Ole Miss the five by virtue of the win. Things get a little more complicated if they beat us here. So we've got a chance to kind of get some separation uh, with the dub. South Carolina still one, LSU two, and then there's Tennessee, uh, LSU eight and three. That you know they got a, that anomaly in the schedule, right? They'll have an opportunity. Well, we're all going to play the same number of games, but Tennessee a half game back in the loss column, and then there's Mississippi State. And so, kind of looking at our schedule, and again, what's left for the ladies? You never assume anything. But it should be a good close for Mississippi State. It should be. Especially if you can find a way to get that win in Oxford. And that's going to be difficult. It is. But after that, next Thursday, Kentucky's here. And then we go to Alabama. That's going to be a bit of a barn burner, too, because Alabama is much better this year. Then we go to Auburn. And we finish up senior day at Missouri. The most difficult game left is the one that's going to take place on Sunday, at least based on the current standing. And we don't know what's going to happen with Jessica Carter. I, I think she'll play. I really do. Um, the, the fact that she was able to come back even way less than 100%. She went out there and played hard for her team. I don't think there's any question that uh, she'll play in this big ball game. And, again, you start looking at this thing, Ole Miss right there with us, Alabama, a game behind us, and then Auburn two games behind us. Missouri down there at 2-9, 11-13 overall. And so, again – we're going to have a chance to help clear the traffic ourselves as we kind of move forward uh, with all of this. But uh, I, I like where we sit. And if you win on Sunday, you've really made life a lot easier on yourself. You still got games to play and got games to win, and two of those are going to be on the road. And I would encourage you to, if you haven't made a women's basketball game, it might, might be time to, to choose one, especially if you live in the greater Birmingham area. We're going to be counting on you to go over there and kind of help us. There's nothing better than road fans. I mean, honest to goodness, as great as it is here, I know when I go out there in baseball and there's always a little sliver of maroon, I see Bulldogs out there, it's always a hearty hell state and things like that. All that stuff's important, man. It absolutely is. All right, if you hadn't done so, go to uh, whenthebottomfalls.com and you can get the new book, When the Bottom Falls. You can also get all of my sports titles there. That's Flim Flam, Stark Villains, Alpha Dogs, and Dog Pile. It's all available to you in one handy URL. 
when we get ready to do pre-sales for the dude, we'll have a unique URL, but they'll all go to the same place. All those URLs go to the same website. Matter of fact, I think you could probably go to beautifulsteverobertson.com. That'll take you there too. That was a joke that my agent had. But uh, all that said, all the books are there. Every bulldog deserves a copy of Dog Pile if you don't have it. And if you have friends that maybe you're struggling with something, maybe it's not chemical dependency, but struggling with something, when the bottom falls would likely help them. I have people that email me or message me on social media regularly after having read the book or trying to find the book for a friend that's in recovery or a person that's in active addiction or perhaps a parent or a loved one that's kind of coming to grips with the fact that their loved one may have some issues, right? And so it's not just about that, though. It's really, and some people have called it a love story. Other people call it a memoir. And, and um, I'm happy that people call it anything. And I'm so appreciative that it's still on the Mississippi bestsellers list. Uh, so we haven't got out and promoted this book like we have many of the other ones because I'm, I'm writing another one. In between opening a new business, writing a new book, running a website, covering a team, there's just so many hours in a day. We'll do some things, uh, some weekday type stuff. As we get into, uh, we'll go to Meridian. I think we're going to go out to Meridian. Uh, there's some other things that are out there. But uh, I'm trying my best not to miss any baseball. And so anything that is scheduled is going to be around Mississippi State's baseball schedule. It's very important to me to be able to cover those games. I, I'm a person who likes to have some authenticity of what I do and say. Um, I, I, I'm going to get out and go. And it, I'm going to get quotes from our coaches and players that other people aren't. A lot of people watch a game, they'll stream it, and they'll write you a 501 brief, and you'll say, what, 500 word brief? And you're like, okay, well, I know what happened in the game. It's not going to paint the full story. And uh, that's one of the things I think sets us apart from so many other people is uh, we do get out and go cover the Bulldogs home and away. And so looking forward to that. Uh, if you need Stark Villains gear, and I'm going to suggest to you that you do, yeah, get a Stark Villain hoodie or T-shirt. Go to StarkVillains.com. You get them in a variety of colors. And, of course, if your kids – Attend Starkville Academy or the Starkville School District. You can get them in your school colors. How cool is that? Absolutely. I think it's important that we all support each other. And um, I'm looking forward to get out to Duty Noble Field. And, uh, again, I've got some things i got to do before we get out there. So the show is up. We're finishing up a little bit around 1 o'clock. My goal is to leave at 2 o'clock and be able to be there. And so I've got some things to do. Got to pack up all the gear and get ready to go. I'm, I'm a one-man gang in many respects. I don't have my photographer with me. She's running the spa, so i got to go take some pictures uh, during the innings. And so we'll have a regular play-by-play article. Mike, of course, will have uh, kind of the AP-style gamer. And then we'll have uh, Coach Lamonis' transcript and video after, as well as some player videos, and we'll run some features in the morning. And then we'll go back and do it all again tomorrow. But uh, this is a great time of the year. I know many of you, this is your favorite sport. But I'm encouraging you, let's support Mississippi State on all courts and fields of play. Because anybody that wears the Mississippi State logo should be important to us. And their success is our success. And our support is invaluable to them. Hey, you guys have a great weekend. Hope to see you out at the Dude. But until next time, let's all live our lives in a way we make more friends than enemies and people can see a difference in the way we live.